Guys, it's that time again. Set in the ring with the greatest faction in podcast history, Jazz Freaking Wrestling, the JFW podcast, hosted by Travis D. And I am the SCW High Voltage Champion, Nubby the Amazing Turtle. I'm Pac Man. Hmm? Is that it? Yeah, I got nothing else. We are finally, we're finally at that point of how I want the intros to be. No, I mean, I am. Frozen. I'm so pissed off. <laughs> I'm sorry, you were saying I am frozen? Because that's what you did. I am just so pissed off. I am. Right now. About to build a snowman? It, I'm not, I'm not laughing right now. I'm not laughing. You should be fucking laughing. Those are funny fucking, uh, fucking little quips. I don't know if quips is the proper word either. Uh, um, what, 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 what? I mean, did you watch the video? I watched your from, vlog. I watched your vlog, yeah. Did you watch, no, I mean, did you watch what happened? Uh, well, what has it been in the vlog too? But did you watch what happened to me on Saturday? Yeah, yeah, I saw you put yourself in another shitty situation. That's what I fucking saw. I put myself in really. I put myself <laughs> in another shitty yeah. situation. Not, not only that, not only that, you put you put Seward in a really shitty situation. Yeah, no, dude, I saw it. No, I'm not That's... the one that dragged Seared uh, into the ring. I mm-hmm. wouldn't have done that because I mean, you saw Joey Roth mm-hmm. had me stuck in the damn corner. Yeah, and made me watch wrestle me down to the ground as I was trying to escape to help Seared. Because at that point, I'm in the ring. What the hell else am I supposed to do you, but not, uh, like, help Seared? Do, do you really want to start to show out with this stuff? Like, is yeah. This, this, is this, yeah. Where you want, this is where you want to begin? Yeah, this is where we, this is where we need to start. Oh, this is where we I'm, need to I'm, start. I'm pissed. This where we need to start. I forgot that you started this fucking show in 2015. But, yeah, go, go, yeah, sure, man. Well, we, can, we can start here. So, uh, what was it, Darkness Falls? Is that what the name of the uh That's the name oh, of the show. The Rock and Pro Wrestling at Darkness Falls last uh, weekend. We'll do the results and stuff here in a minute. In fact, we'll talk about what just happened with Pac-Man, but of course, i got to do something that's a little bit more important than your situation, and that's talking about CarterComics.com. Because if I went to CarterComics.com, I wouldn't be able to do all the amazing things I want to do here for Freaknet Studios, JFW, and this freaking show. Guys, if you're a fan of comic books and you want to build a collection, start a collection, or maybe even complete a collection, and you want to find that one perfect comic to do all that, CarterComics.com is your one-stop shop for all your comic needs, whether it be graded or raw. CarterComics has got them all. All you got to do is go to CarterComics.com, fill up your cart with all their amazing comics, use the discount code FREAKNET, F-R-E-A-K-N-E-T, you'll save 10% on your entire order. Not just at their website, but if you go to their homepage at the bottom, there's links of four different eBay accounts. You click on any of those, fill up your eBay car, uh, cart, use the discount code FREAKNET, you'll save 10% over on eBay as well. One of the cool things about CarterComics.com is that it's a small mom-and-pop shop, and they have over a 1,000 titles titles that aren't even on their website they have available. So if you're looking for one particular, if you reach out to them, either on their Facebook page at CarterComics.com or 
through their website. Tell them what you're looking for. They may even have it in stock. Also, another cool thing about them, that if you find, you know, a comic book on their website, a comic book on this eBay account, a comic book on this eBay account, whatever, reach out to them. Tell them what you found, what you want. They can package it all up for you, and they give you one price, and they can deliver it all together. And the discount code FREAKNET will work that way, too. Again, CarterComics.com, one-stop shop for all your comic needs. <sighs> okay, cool. Let's talk about how you fucked your own life up here, Pac-Man. Um, so, I, I've, I've watched the video, and I've seen a lot of comments on Facebook about the situation that happened. Uh, one of the biggest comments was uh, from, you know, uh, Nubby's not-so-friend, Damien Saint, um, talking about how when you complained that he did nothing about it, he made the comment that you had a second-row seat, but you were pulled out of the first row. So you put yourself in that situation to begin with. And secondly, when you watch the video, you see yourself leaning over the fucking uh, guardrail and you're getting into Damien Gray's face and shit like that. And then he reacts. And I get it. You talked about it last week or two weeks ago, whenever the hell we talked about how you believe that your First Amendment right entitles you to say whatever, whenever, and all this shit, and you should be untouched and everything and blah, 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 blah. And clearly that's not the case because you didn't learn from being shoved at last month's RPW show. You didn't learn when you were confronted at that auto show. So somehow you felt that this time was going to be different. So let me explain the reason why I was in the front row. Absolutely. So it was right after Gunner Braves match. And Santino had called me over because he wanted to show me a sign that he made. A sign that if you notice towards the end of the video that showed that said that Damian Gray uh, should not put his hands on PX. Basically something to that effect, which given the differences that I've had with Santino, especially over the no-co situation with Chuck Gunderson, I hate to say it, and I feel like I want to puke in my mouth as I'm about to say it, but I appreciate, I appreciate that he's got my back. It doesn't well, change cause anything. Because he, he made a poster? Because he made a fucking poster? Hey, I mean, what, look. What did, that, what did that poster say? Damon Gray shouldn't put his hands on PX? It was something along those lines. I don't remember exactly what was said, but this, it doesn't matter what was said, but the sentiment, you know, I think that's what matters most. Yeah. And so I was going to sh- also show him the why I had the yearbook is I was also going to show him uh, the picture of Damian Gray because he had asked me to uh, show that to him and I was like, okay, you know, maybe show him before the main event, before I forgot. And then Damian Gray and Joey Butthead, they come out, and they are, you know, running their mouths, stopping the show, right before the main event. And he said that the reason why Maximus Orion got the ass-whooping, which he did, which... I'll talk a little bit more about that and why that's bullshit because they didn't whip anybody's ass. But the reason why that happened was because of a certain leader of the, in his words, lovely intoxicated morons. And it's been said a lot, brother. And at that point I was like, okay. And then earlier in the night for the record, 
um, he had actually slammed my yearbook shut in my face and hit in the yearbook, hit me across the face, bruised my cheek a little bit. So I was already, he already had me, you know, a little amped up. And I wasn't going to get in his face. I wasn't going to taunt him like I did last month because I kind of thought about that. And you know what? I'll give you that. I kind of. Uh, I kind of. I I, I, I should have probably that I could see that being uh, a little bit and in, not intimidating, but. You know what I mean, like you you instigated they, it. You instigated it. It could be it could be construed as instigating. A it's not construed. Deficit. That's a fact, dude. When when you sit there and you get in somebody's face and taunt them, then there's going to be repercussions to it. And you didn't learn that. You did the same shit. Here's the thing. You know for a fact that he's annoyed at the fact that you keep bringing up this fucking yearbook, and yet you still keep doing it. Well, the reason I brought the yearbook is because I had a few fans that had asked me. To see the picture. So I brought the yearbook. So post it on Facebook and have them look at it on Facebook. Well, they wanted to see the physical copy. That's stupid. Who cares? Who cares what they think? It was, you know, some people, I'm not going to question it. But in any case, as we were standing there, he said, it's time for you to pay for your actions or something. I'm like, what the hell is he talking about? Like, if you look at the video, you can see that confusion set in my face. Santina, yeah, yeah, if, yeah, because you have this mindset of you can say what you want without any repercussions. But again, it's a wrestling show. So, wait, wait, hold on, Nubby, Nubby, you still there? You're part of this? I'm here. I'm just waiting for my in, moment. In, in, in any part of the wrestling fucking world, when it it ever happened where somebody has said some shit and it just got brushed off and walked on, you know? How well, how often how often do repercussions not happen for what people say? You'd be surprised at how often it does happen. How about for Steve? How much does it happen for Steve? Well, it doesn't happen often for Steve. It doesn't happen. As, no. I, no, you say stupid shit, something happens. And regardless if you believe it's stupid shit or not, <clears throat> when you get in somebody's face and say things, there's going to be an action to it. It happens. That that's wrestling, believe it or not. But here's the thing that that you hold guys on, are... no, hold on, Nubby, Nubby. I, want, I asked Nubby a question. I want him to okay. answer. Calm yourself. Lean back and go all emo for three minutes. Just calm yourself. Go ahead, Nubby. So let me just say this. Yeah. Now I was not there. But I saw the video. Yeah. Now, according to, you know, the people that I talked to and, you know, my eyes, if you will, they told me when Damian Gray had his match. Now, it was scheduled for for him to have his match in the beginning of the show, correct? Correct. Correct. At one point, now, okay, so let me backtrack a second. Uh, Mr. Travis, T. You are a general manager. You tend to write out some sheets, run sheet, right? I do. Now, so on these run sheets, there's matches. Yep. And there's promos. Yeah. At what point does a boss, maybe, or producer, why, why would that particular person who makes the sheet put on the sheet, Damian Gray, 
go harass Fan at this particular time? Wow. Why would why is that a thing? Why would that be a thing? Is that, is that, is that was on the run sheet. I'm assuming that it would be otherwise because it, because it happened. Why would Damian Gray go out there and be allowed to start a, an issue with PX Pac-Man at that moment? Why? Why did that happen? Uh, I'll give you this. Pac-Man, he does run his mouth sometimes, a lot. Sometimes. <laughs> Pac-Man runs his mouth sometimes a lot. <laughs> And maybe he shouldn't. Yeah. That, that's neither here nor there. Where have I heard that one? Okay, Steve. so. So. Now, Damian Gray comes out for his match. Pac-Man starts a little bit of talking, whatever. Great. But did Damian Gray do anything during his match to you? Um, I mean, right before he came out, he... um. Saw that I had the yearbook open. But did he? He actually, he slammed the yearbook shut and the yearbook, the side of the yearbook cut my cheek. So he already set me off at that point in the show. So at that point, he was scheduled to be there, correct? Right. For a match. So you mean to tell me someone scheduled him to go out to the crowd and harass Pac-Man? Oh, but he did that on himself. No, not at that moment. When he the wait, I'm talking about like in the match. You know, there was something that said go and close the book on Pac-Man's face. Are you talking about this this footage that we saw? This, like this footage, this footage that we that came uh, up after, at what seems like later on in the show. Yeah. I mean, I happened to get a call at that moment about what happened, so I tried to get there as fast as I could, but I didn't make it in time. But how it so you don't do anything except slam a book during your match or in the entrance to your match, but somehow later on you decide, oh, let's go fuck with that fan now. So really, at that moment, the instigator was Damian Gray. Now here's another little wrinkle that I want to add here. After Kevin Cade's match, I did notice that Joey called. Uh, Kevin over and started pointing at me and then pointing at commentary and Kevin had this big grin on his face and slit his throat with his um right right and I mean I didn't really think anything of it I was just like oh okay cool I mean why would you you're untouchable as a fan right I mean, here's a, you know what? Nobby brought a, up a good point. You're the general manager of a company. Yeah. So let's say hypothetically that there was a fan and they were in the crowd. Somebody comes out and then all of a sudden one of your wrestlers decides to grab that fan and throw him in the ring and terrorize him. With another one of his buddies. Okay. Would you stand up for that shit knowing that that is a liability if that fan were to get hurt? Like, I would stop it 
as a general manager? That's what I would say. Would you cut? Mm-hmm. Would you stop it? Hundred percent, because that's what you're supposed to do as a general manager. So then, what's the difference between Damian Saint not stopping this, and you saying here, well, you know, you're willing to stop it? I didn't say that Damian Saint shouldn't have stopped it. Damian Saint should have stopped it, but you pissed Damian Saint off too. What did I do to Damian Saints? What haven't you done to Damian Saint? You guys mocked him forever. What? Dude, dude doesn't like you, man. I couldn't really tell, to be honest. <laughs> okay, here, here, here's the thing, and this, and this, and this, it, again, it, it's a, it's an awesome fucking comparison to fucking Steve. You, you guys sit here and you run your fucking mouths as you feel like you're untouchable and you can't do no wrong. And then shit starts blowing up fucking in front of you. Because in your mind, you think, well, they're not going to do anything to me. I'm just a fan. But then they do something to you. And yes, Damien Satan should have stopped it. The moment, <clears throat> the mo- excuse me, the moment Gray opened up those fucking guardrails and dragged you into the ring, it should have been stopped. 100% should have been stopped. But it wasn't. And that's on Saint. That's on Rocket Pro Wrestling. Hell, that's on fucking Chet. So you can well, sit here and you can no, you can sit here and you can blame Damian Saint all you want, but Chet's also what, what what's Chet's title of fucking Rocket Pro Wrestling? He's the CEO of Rocket Pro Wrestling, and um, but I will say that even if the thing is Chet wasn't even there, Chet was in Germany. Okay, was Shelly there? Shelly was there, and she was actually at what's, ringside. What's Shelly's, what's Shelly's title at Rocket Pro Wrestling? She's uh she's one of the owners. I will say this. Uh, I'm not, Wait, hold on, hold on. I know, I know. We're not there yet. No, this, that, that's a progression. But in this moment, we're talking now. You're throwing because <clears throat> we haven't gotten to the point where C Red got brought into the ring. We're still focused just on you. You're dragged into the ring. You're being held by Joey Roth. Okay, we saw. Okay, yeah, we saw Shelly trying to get in, but she couldn't get in there. Steve, yeah. Steve tried to get in. Steve couldn't get in there. But. Where Where is everybody else? Where's Maximus Orion coming to fucking rescue you like he did at the Cars show? Where Where's that guy? Where's Nuke to come out and save the fucking day like he did in the season finale? Where Where are all these fucking people that 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 are LIN that you keep fucking bringing in and shit? Why did your brother sit there on the other side of a guardrail? Yelling "fuck you" at this guy instead of getting in there and fucking help it. You sit here and you want to keep down. I'm not done. You keep saying that you that Damian Shane should have done something, but what about all these other fucking people that could have done something? Anybody could have done what Johnny Nye did, and thank fucking God he did. But nobody else came to fucking help you out, and you sit here instead of questioning that. Question: Why was this happening? Why wasn't it stopped? Why did it take Johnny Nye to come out and not Maximus Orion or Nuke or Steve fighting through the idols to get into the ring to help out C-Red and you? Instead, he's being stopped by one fucking guy? He took a fucking chair shot for Shelly months ago. You're telling me he won't slide into the ring to save your ass? You don't? But you, but you, but you want to blame everything on the fact that Damian Saint didn't stop it. But yet you should probably blame it on the fact that everyone but Johnny Nye didn't do anything. You, yes, you done now? I'm, yes, now I'm done. Okay. Go ahead. I'm going to say this. I'm glad that none of the LIM crossed the barricade because 
and the reason I say this is I wouldn't have wanted them to get hurt. Well, yeah, because not you part guys, of the show. I don't. You guys are all about I strength and numbers and shit. You guys had no problem yeah. stepping up to Joy Roth outside. You had no problem with Double J fucking get all tough ass with fucking Joy Roth outside when it was just him. I mean, it yeah. was caught. I was caught off guard by by all of that. I didn't expect to see Joey. Yeah, and yeah, I didn't. Ex- and I knew the guys. Were- a bunch of hard asses when it's one fucking person. I knew and- the guys were were you know pretty pissed about but- it. Uh, ain't it though? I mean, what's up? It karma's a bitch then because yeah. they're they're doing they do the same thing all the time. When yeah. oh finally it's gonna be four on one. And they're they're in now. It's like yeah. oh okay, but okay. So if they do four on one, they're the bad guy. You do three on one, and somehow the LIM is not the bad guy in that. I'm, I'm not saying, saying it. The thing is, I didn't want to have a situation outside. No, but, but they're willing to be hard asses outside when it's just them. But they have no problem watching you being held into a corner. They have, they have no problem watching C Red, your granddaddy, get his ass handed to him by fucking Damian Gray. Why they're outside yelling and being all angry from the guardrail. They have no problem yelling all that shit when they know that it's, you know, even numbers and they couldn't fucking do it, but it was just Joy Roth outside. Oh, I got no problem. I'll kick your ass. I'll come at you. All that shit. I mean, we didn't plan for any of this to happen when we decided to establish LIM. And again, I say, I, you know, at this point, this feels like it's directed at me, and I don't want to drag the rest of them into this. I would rather have it be me getting hurt than having one of them get hurt, especially my brother. Yeah. And the thing hey, is... LIM, you're LIM champion. And I will say this. The one thing that, like, shocked me out of all of that mm-hmm. is when Joey came around the corner... And Nani was there taunting us as well, egging us on, trying to start something as people are still in the fucking building, mm-hmm. trying to start something, because that, I think, was the plan all along, hoping for that opportunity to arise, and it did, but it didn't escalate, because I didn't think it needed to escalate, so if you notice, I was trying to keep everybody separated. But at one point, if you notice in the video, and what shocked me, and I didn't realize this, Danny threw down the LIM title. Yeah. He threw it down. I've never, I've, he's been my brother for as long as he's been alive, which is a long time. But I've never seen him like a man possessed like that. He dropped a lot of F-bombs more than he does in your podcast. Yeah. And, I mean, it just, the straight, I was trying to hold him back because, again, I didn't want things to escalate more than they already had for the night. I did not, I just wanted to, at that point, I was ready to just get out of there, have a few beers, ice my neck because... Joey had me in a Nelson, like, wrestled me down to the ground in the middle of the ring, mm-hmm. and I'm still sore from that. And by the way, I'm still sore from hitting the ring ropes when Damian Gray threw me into the ring. I didn't expect that. 
Yeah, he did. Just talks to you like a child. I mean, I'm it's, 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 you I don't, I don't mean me laughing mean, about I mean, it. I don't mean you see me laughing about it. I don't mean the laugh. The situation could have been a lot worse, Travis. Yeah, you could have split pants. Yeah, that's right. You could have split your fucking pants, but luckily you wore some looser fitting jeans. The thing is, none of it would have happened if you just stayed in the second row in your seat and just watched the show. They would have found a way because the thing is, that was going to be their plan anyway. Sure. Sure they were. That was going to be their plan. Like, Joey pointed at me, then pointed at C-Red. They knew what the fuck they were doing when they were talking. Yeah. Sure. That's what you believe, but you don't know if that's true. It was so obvious. If you would have just sat there like a fan, they probably would have just maybe treated you like a fan. But no, you go out onto these vlogs and these <clears throat> videos out on Facebook and you, you mock Damien Gray over and over and over again. And then you expect nothing to fucking happen, which he has shown numerous times. Granted, I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying it's justified, but he's doing it. And you have no help coming your way. Except I mean, for C-Red, who got thrown into the ring and his ass kicked. And like he said, at the end of your fucking vlog, outside, we got some we got some asses to kick. And you agreed with it. So keep that in mind now when next month comes around. You admittedly agreed that you are getting you are prepared to kick somebody's ass. That's what you said. I'm pissed. Yeah. So I'm when pissed. somebody comes at when you, someone, when someone attacks you, ambushes you, drags you yeah. in the ring, wouldn't you want to kick some fucking ass? Are you going to kick somebody's ass, Pac-Man? I mean, again, it's 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 up to the idols. No, it's up to you. If you get grabbed again, are you going to kick somebody's ass? This because you be, already because you wait. already agreed to it. The thing is, this can de-escalate. It's not going to, but this can de-escalate. They're not going to want to do it. Sure, yes, good. And at the same, to Damian Gray. Are you fucking kidding me? Apologize for what? For everything you have done to mock this dude. For him shoving me into fucking lockers when I was in high school. No, for him yeah, pushing yeah, me yeah. down. For him trying to start shit at a charity car show. For him dragging me into the ring holding me hostage as my grandfather was beat down? No, that's bullshit, Travis, and you know it. You want uh, – de-escalate it. Apologize for your part of it. Fuck that. Be the, be the bigger Fuck man and move on. Fuck be the, that. Be the bigger man and move on. Fuck that. I don't want to – you don't want to de-escalate it even though you believe it can be de-escalated, so you don't want no part of that. I I, th- I don't think it's you want very Damian likely. Say, it could be, but Damian it's not Gray likely. Take, you want him to take full responsibility for every little thing that fucking happened. But here's the thing. There's always an action and a reaction to every little fucking thing. <clears throat> and it all started when you created a fan group that poked fun at people who don't like being poked fun at. You started that. He's not attacking, you know, white girl wasted, and he's not attacking the Rocket Boys and all that shit. He's attacking you because there's already a history there, and that's already been established. You said he threw you in the lockers and pushed you down, and he bullied you, and that sucks, dude. I I, I, I 100% back the fact that bullying should never fucking happen. It should stop in schools, and those who do bully people need to grow the fuck up and be better people. But the thing is, between physical bullying 
and verbally bullying somebody, you're no fucking different then. Because all you're doing is mocking the dude, and he does what he knows how to do, and has to physically react to it. So you can sit here and say you have done nothing wrong, but you know that's not true. I've done nothing wrong. Sure. You just I, spoke, you just spoke your mind in a shitty way and didn't expect any consequences from it. The one thing I will say, I will say this, the one thing that I may have done differently is probably wouldn't have started dancing around and getting like like looking like I was going to hit him. At first, I that's the one thing I'll give you that. But everything else, I've done nothing that another wrestling fan hasn't been doing as long as the sport has existed. See, the part where you just said, dancing around, acting like you're going to fight him. Now, had he done what he did this past weekend at Fall Brawl, that might have been justified for dancing around and, you know, acting like a tough guy. This time it wasn't. He came looking for you. It was it was premeditated. It's a fucking snowflake, just like Damien Saint. And okay, ever since I got fired, I've been flustered. You know, trying to figure out what what's going on. You know, and that's why I cannot I couldn't be at the show last on this past weekend. I just couldn't. I there was no telling what I would have done. But then I heard what happened. And I tried to get there. But, you know, it was raining in the sewers. Got everything got clogged up, whatever. Well I'll just I'm gonna say this now. I will be in the crowd at Harvest Havoc. Well you sitting I, with us, Nubby? I'm gonna sit with you guys and watch them fuck with you now. I could I commend I you. you having my back, man. I commend you for trying to be there for Pac-Man. Because that's more than 98% of that fucking locker room that was. And because if you that, nobody, nobody I, came to fucking Pet Nubby's or Pac-Man's help. And well, that's well, unfortunate. Too, that no one came to my aid. Yeah. When I got, and, I, and I called Maximus O'Ryan out on social media today. Because mm-hmm. he wants to put out the fact that is an owner, well, play owner and, you know, do something about it, but now you're going to say that Damien Satan is a sneaky bastard. Well, it, it's it's amazing to me and nothing against Maximus O'Ryan, Ryan, nothing against Rocket Pro Wrestling and all that. <clears throat> but it amazes me how when it comes to Stephen Shelley, they could round up the fucking cavalry and get Maximus O'Ryan and Nuke and Shogun and Marche Rocket and all these guys who come to the aid of Steve and Shelly. And I get it, it's his mother. I understand that. <clears throat> but you should value your fans like Pac-Man is as much as you value your executives like Shelly is and your commentators like Steve is. And yet... When and I, I don't know how long that was about. Yeah, it was about forty five. It wasn't a long time you're in the ring. It was about, probably about a minute. It's pro- I'm assuming it felt like forever. It felt like forever waiting for Johnny to get there. And Johnny, I don't know if I've said this yet. Thank you for preventing a bad situation from getting worse. It just blows my mind. Why? Why did it have to be Johnny? Why not Maximus Orion? You do his. You do his Twitch fucking shows. I assume you guys are friends. 
We are. He's, he's trained. I would consider this Max is a Ryan friend. But why wasn't he there? I mean, I will say this. We I did speak with Rocket Pro Management. Um, they offered their support for me. Uh, we had a very, very good conversation about the um, incident, and I'm uh, I'm pleased with that, and I'm appreciative to the Shelleys for um, that conversation, which I'll keep between themselves and me. Thank God, thank God that they're offering support. Not not fucking when it's happening, but when it's done. I'm sure fucking Rocket Pro told you know Nubby. Hey, I'm sorry you got fired, but we, you know, you know, we, we have your back. What the fuck does it do after the situation? Somebody could walk up to you after you get your fucking ass hand to you. It's like, man, I'm just, I'm just glad you're, you know, you're walking. I'm, I'm glad it wasn't worse than what it was, but where the fuck were you? So yeah, management can sit there and talk about all like, oh man, you know, I'm so sorry this happened, blah, blah, but where the fuck were you when it happened? I got, now, I got, here's the thing, and I'll, and I'll be honest with you, Pac-Man, I hate the fact that it happened to you. I don't want you to sit here and think that, you know, I'm joyful in what happened to you, because I'm not. I think it's fucking wrong. I do. At the end of the day, you are a fan. Granted, yes, you're part of the business now, but still, in the end of the day, you're still a fucking fan. And yes, I do believe you have the right to say what you want, and you shouldn't be touched. It sucks that you have on numerous occasions. And I will I will side with you on that. But in this business, I have seen wrestlers put their hands on fans in the fucking uh what what show was it? It was a few months back at SCW when Jimmy Carrot pushed that fucking kid in the front row. I think Nubby, I think you're man, you're roughing that match. No, I don't think so. No, but you know, remember what I'm talking about? Um, the little knowing fucking child who sells the chaos merch from time to time. Well, the kid deserved it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Pac-Man doesn't, but sure, that kid does, because he went too far. He did and, went too far. Yes, that kid. Yeah, yeah, he went way too fucking far. When you're shoving a middle finger into a fucking wrestler's face, and SCW doesn't have guardrails. Rocket Pro does. But at the end of the day, Pac-Man, you have to take responsibility for shit that you have also done. And that's a big thing here in wrestling. And we have gone, we have gone through with the workhorses and fucking Chavez and shit. Shit is said on fucking social media that can get yourself hurt or your ass kicked. I have done it. I've had said it, and I I I accept any repercussions that come my way from doing it. It's just how the business is. Is it right? No, but that's just fucking life, Pac Man. So you could be mad at Saint for not stopping it, but nobody else did too, and that's including your friends that you sit here and talk about. Not think I know C Red tried. I don't know what happened off camera. So I don't know if he tried to get in and got jumped or if they just jumped him while you're in the ring. What happened there? So that just by the that way, is still no, no, very unclear. Real, real quick. I don't want to take away from your trauma here, but I don't want to make this whole show about this because we do have a lot of our shit to talk about. But yeah, so what happened with C Red? So that honestly, I I can tell you what I was able to make out. Though Joey was in my face a lot of it, and, like, my view was obstructed. So I can really go based off of what I was able to see. Yeah. Um, And C-Red, it looked like Kevin Cade had grabbed him. That's what I'm thinking happened. Was he doing commentary? He was doing commentary. He was doing commentary. 
I do um, have, I do have some information on that from a friend that was at the show, and he said he was in that area of commentary, and he told me what happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, from what he's saying, Kevin K jumped him, jumped C Red from behind, and it looked like there was a weapon involved. Gotcha. Well, I know, uh, I know a lot of that situation will probably be discussed on the Power Hour tomorrow. So, um, I do want to move forward because we do got a lot of shit we have to cover uh, on this episode. So I do want to move forward from it. Um, just you know, obviously you're co-hosting Power Hour too, so make sure they at least cover the Sea Red side of it. But props to Sea Red. Well, I guess Sea Red didn't try to come to save you. He just got his ass kicked too. No, so. he. Yeah, well, no, he didn't come to save me. I will say, Shelly was trying to get in the ring, and she got very, very close to the ring, but they were held off by Kevin Cade. I mean, you were talking about The Office. I mean, um, Bill was running production. He really couldn't get involved. Maximus, I know he handles things, too, so I don't take it personally that they weren't there, and they're limited. But um, Of course. Why, Why would Bill come and save you? You know, people need to make sure the lights are fucking working. Yeah. I mean that's don't, a pretty don't make big it, job. I've worked I've worked with the lights. Don't so make I know your, how much don't goes make into excuses. them. Don't make I know what goes into them. Pac Man. Do not make excuses for people. The way I see it, we don't need to focus on who's not there. We know who's not there, and that that'll always be in our minds. We just focus on the people that jumped us. That's why whatever happened last month with me, great. No one came to help me. No one rectified it, nothing. My focus, well, I don't work for the company, so I can't really focus on anything, now, can I? <laughs> you know, it's, it's, I, it's an interesting thought, Nubby. If you ever did get hired by Rocket Pro Wrestling, would that be a personal problem for you in that locker room, knowing that no one came to your rescue? Nah, because, you know, all my life it's been like that. Like, a lot of people have stood back and watched me take shit mm-hmm. while I fight back on my own, so I'm used to that. If people come and help me, great. If they don't, whatever. I focus on me, because at the end of the day, it's all about me anyway, right? I am the SCW Ivolta champion, so. 16 days. Thanks for doing the math. We can't focus on that. We can't. What's the point? We can call out anybody. What did did Steve get out of doing that? Blaming everybody? Calling people out? For not being there for him. What did that get him? Got him out there by himself, brother. <laughs> so, I'm not going to, we don't need to complain. We just go after the people that got at us. Yeah. That's the way it is. Well, Pac-Man, if you ever do decide to, uh, you know, kick somebody's ass like you admitted to being ready to do, uh, I know a pretty cool school you go to be trained at. So, you know, you just let me know, and I'll talk to the uh, trainers at Southland Championship Wrestling, and we'll get you in there, and you can be the next James Creed or Johnny Crate Chaos or Apex. I mean, technically, you can be the next Freiburg, too, if you want, but... Nobody wants to be Freiburg. Nobody wants to be fucking Freiburg. But I am sorry it happened to you, man. I really am. When I saw the footage, I was like, man, that sucks. But at the same time, it's hard not to look at it like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You instigated some of that shit, but not not that day. It, but I've I've said my piece on it. Yeah, yeah. You good now? You done listening I've, to my Chemical Romance and 
fucking, you know, want to open up your shades and shit. And, you know, would you like me to wake you up when September ends? Well, this. It's not a face, Travis! <sighs> Thanks, Southland. Okay. Um, yeah, so if you guys want, make sure you check out the, uh, the recent vlog that the lovely intoxicated men released on Facebook. Or, I'm sorry, on YouTube. I guess it's on, it's on Facebook too. Uh, I watch most of your YouTube shit now. So really the vlogs are YouTube exclusives. Gotcha. Uh, the podcasts are on, uh, both. Um, this, is, this isn't a plug thing answers. for you, man. Just answer the question. The vlogs on I YouTube. I was answering the question. No, no, I'm not, we're not plugging the fucking podcast here. I'm asking, is the vlog on Facebook too? Yes or it's, no? It's it's YouTube exclusive. YouTube exclusive. Go to YouTube. Go to Love and Toxicated Men. Subscribe to them. Watch it. Give your own opinion on it. You know, obviously it'll be different than everyone else's, but just you know, give your own opinion about it. And like I said, man. I'm assuming since that's now released out into the fucking world that Damian Gray can see you now saying that you're ready to step up with C-Red and kick some ass. So just be ready for that shit. Okay, we got results and uh, matches and stuff we got to go over, and uh, we're about 40 minutes into this show. I don't know why we gave so much time to fucking Pac-Man. And you still and Pac-Man still has to tell people to fuck themselves, but we're gonna I, save that. I do. Yeah, yes, we'll, I yeah, do. We, we gotta get to that, and we gotta talk to we gotta talk about the fourth mother box too, and all that shit. And uh, and that that will be a short conversation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's uh let's get through the results from this past week first, and then we can talk about some match cards. Um, CSW happened this past Friday. Uh, ARW, RPW, and Dreamwave happened on Saturday, which I don't remember the last time. It was a Saturday with three different shows happening at once. It was recent. Pretty Has recent. it been recent? Oh, okay. Now, for me, it just doesn't seem like that. It, it was It was never a Rocket Pro and Dreamwave, I believe. But it was like Dreamwave and maybe Southland once and other stuff. Uh, I guess so, yeah. And then I think Northland and Rocket Pro or some shit. Okay. Yeah, you're right. Um, let's start with CSW. Uh, Bobby? Did I? What? Good idea since that happened Friday. I know, right? right. Friday's with, with, with my dates. Yeah. 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 All right. So, yeah. Look at that. Look at Pac Man being back. <laughs> look at P Trap fucking rocking it. Hey. Too hey. soon. Hey. Hey. Oh. Uh. Okay, so CSW. Hey. <laughs> Sorry, Duffy, go ahead. We got, we, yeah, I, I got some doing it. We, we, we don't got that much time left. Oh, we don't. All right. Okay, CSW this past uh, Friday, Gangrel was uh, was a special guest. How did you get a chance to uh, talk to Gangrel at all? I didn't get a chance to really talk to him. No, no, that's a shame. He showed up like just before show started, I think, and um, and then he was off. You know, putting his stuff together. So. Gotcha. Who's the Who's your special guest? I know those two. And I can't remember the name of the other one. Becca Wolf. Thank you. Okay, cool. Let's talk about results. All right. So, uh, Demon Knight happened at CSW. Uh, there was a pre-show match. I for, it was a tag team match. I forgot who was in it. But yeah. was uh was CSW the one that typically does like a like a pre-show battle royal? Yeah, the futures battle royal and a pre-show. Yeah. Match. Okay, yeah. So, do they only do that like once in a while then? Every month. Oh, they do. Okay, so the pre-show had the Battle Royal and uh, a tag team match. Yeah. 
Okay, gotcha. Um, the Battle Royal, however, was won by uh, Lily Pescadita. However, after the match, Chris Miller came out and jumped her. Chris Miller has been having issues with the women wrestling. Wait, I think I saw a promo about that. I believe was, she, was, she the, was she the one that slapped him across the face and challenged him to next month? There might that might have been. Yeah, it was outside their school. Yeah. Okay. I because I'm watching this and I was like, I don't know who this girl is, but I like like I like her, like her like fire, her intensity, and the fact that she slapped fucking Chris Miller across the face shows that she's fucking willing to step up. I didn't know that was a that was a new uh, new person. That's awesome. Well, she's been around a little bit. Um, she actually, fun fact, just became the first ever women's champion at Northland. Oh, congrats to her. That's awesome. I need to learn more about her then. Awesome. I do. She, she'd be a good uh, talent for uh, Southland Championship Wrestling. I do love fucking finding women for Southland Championship Wrestling. Oh, God, I like Miss Larkin. Focus. Santino might get mad at you if you uh, fantasize about her. Santino who? Santino. Like Santino Santino? Yeah, he'll get mad. Fuck He's getting guy. mad at Diamond. He keeps on telling him to leave her alone. But she's the one that won't leave Nick Diamond alone. But anyway. I'm just going to say on a side note, every time I think of Miss Larkin, her little like one, two, three eyes on me thing pops into my fucking head and is the most annoying thing in the fucking world. Like, I, like, still to this day, she is a very cute girl, but annoying as fuck. Great promos, though. Like, solid fucking promos. She just needs some fucking decaf in her life. Yeah. I saw you said that to her. One, two, three eyes. I'm like, oh my god, shut the fuck up. But I just, they tell me I like her fucking promos, but oh, I hate, I hate the bubbliness. I just hate bubbly fucking people. That's why I think today's my favorite day I ever get to fucking do the show with Pac-Man. He just has to sit there in his fucking three days disgrace. Get it? Get it? Gotcha. I'm just checking. All right, go ahead. I'm sorry. Sorry, Speaking of some bubbly people, um, TJ Steele, general manager of CSW, came out. um, Yeah, who'd he fire this time? He didn't fire nobody, surprisingly. Oh, damn. Almost fired me because I got a li- little lippy with him, but oh, very fucking shocker, buddy! Yeah, right. Big fucking surprise. Nobody's getting lippy. Oh okay. damn! Yeah. Uh, he came out um okay. to discuss some things, and it turned out that Ryan Matthews was injured, so he cannot compete. Um, oh, that's right. Because well, yeah, because he couldn't compete at Rocket Pro, right? He got yeah injured his arm. It's legit. Well, all for a speedy recovery. You know, whether you're an idiot or a douchebag or whatever you want to be in life, you know, never want to see a wrestler get hurt and you know not with do what they want to do. Someone with an arm injury, he came out um, in a wheelchair. <laughs> that sounds about uh, right. So then uh, Jack Moody and uh, Mateo Valentine, Big Mood, came out. Uh, they wanted – they want their title shot, but obviously now Ryan Matthews is injured, so they couldn't defend the titles or get the title shot. All of a sudden, Marco Anthony and Sean Mulligan came through the bar, through the crowd, and attacked Big Mood. 
Steel Curtain. <clears throat> so TJ Steele said, uh, let's, let's have a match. So they, they made a match, tag match right there. Um, ended up Marco and Mulligan defeated Big Mood. With some shenanigans, but whatever. Wait, so what are they doing with the tag titles? Uh, the tag titles are still around Team Sexy right now. Even though he's injured. Yeah. See, that's a Dreamwave thing, too. We, I know we talked about that, the whole titles, like, you know, not, never mind. We'll, I guess we'll talk about more in Dreamwave, but okay. And we had, uh, Quintero defeating JJ Garrett. Then Cypher, Vic Capri, and Mario Pardua defeated Hades X1X, uh, Do Montgomery, and Iniestra. Um, Cypher, Vic, and Mario all did something to Hades, and um, Hades ended up taking the fall. Uh, seems like Hades is starting to decline a little bit here. Oh. Did not streak lately, ever since he took off his mask for that moment. But then put it back on. But it's like, um, the Mandalorian, you take off your mask, your, your helmet, but then you got to go through a ritual to get your thing powers back or something. I don't yeah. know. So he gave Trump. up being fucking Hades 19 and now he wants to go back to being Hades 19. Yeah, something like that. Then, um, in a fatal four way elimination match. It was Shane Hollister defeating his hatekeeper friends, Marston, Boucher, and Tufu. So now Shane Hollister gets a CSW title shot. Then, uh, it was going to be Maggie Lee taking on Tina Belmont. What the Chris fuck Miller- are you looking at? That's nice, muted. I just, you just fucking, I just, I just look up and I see Pac-Man looking at me all like fucking like mouth open and like in shock and I get it, you know, my hair is fucking incredible, but it always is. And he just fucking, he distracted me for a minute. I'm just, you know, listening to the results. Yeah, I know, like this? Well, I'm like Except very- stupid in- glasses on and shit? I'm very invested. <laughs> Sorry, no, I'm not. Go ahead. Um, when the girls went out there, Chris Miller- Decides to show his happy face, face of an ass out there, and um, decides to throw the referee Dev outside the ring. And it turns out TJ Steele made Chris Miller the referee for that match. I don't, I don't think I've ever seen or heard of somebody who has such a problem with women wrestling since fucking Disco Inferno, or whatever his real fucking name is. It's not important. Glenn Gilberti. There we go, that goofy fucker. Chris Miller's a goofy fucker, too. Well, now he is. Yeah, he used to be a fucking badass and shit. Hey, did you hear that Glenn Gilberti had some fruit once, and then, like, it was gone? So we were wondering who ate Gilberti's grape. (laughs) I'm. Go ahead, Pac-Man. Keep talking. Go on. You know, always, oh, you're muted. That sucks. Go ahead, Nubby. So, um, so Chris Miller's a referee for this match, and, uh, both times 
when Maggie Lee or Amina, Amina Belmont went for a cover, Miller would go for one, two, and then said, fuck you with the finger and everything. So and then Lily Pescabita came out and beat the holy shit out of Chris Miller. And that allowed Maggie Lee to go for her finish. And Lily, Lily um, used Chris Miller's hand to count the three herself. So Maggie Lee ends up winning because an official still counted the three. He just needed a little help. <laughs> you know, Carl Leon did my match with uh, Wade Evans. Sometimes okay. you just need a little help. That's all. Uh, well, yeah, I can't falter. Fuck no. All right. Now we have the scramble match, which featured Steve Boz, Marche Rocket, Eric Schultz, Adam Stanley and Cody James. However, DJ Steele throwing his weight around. General managers. Um, yeah, we only, suck. Yeah. Well, not so much you. You're actually good at yeah, it. Fucking incredible. You're fair. Yeah. That's right. That, I, I, I do just enough. Just enough. That's what people need to realize. You don't got to do too much. Just Just do just enough. Uh, TJ came out. Not only did he add Jax Johnson to the match, but he put in a stipulation that anybody who doesn't get pinned will be in the Ring of Destiny match. Well, that's, ended, that's unique. Yeah. Ended up well. It ended up being Jax Johnson losing, so he will not be in the Ring of Destiny as Boz defeated him. Ryan Matthews did try to come out. You know, he did come out, try to get me distracted and Boz, but it didn't work out too well for Jax Johnson. So Boz won, and Jax Johnson is out of Ring of Death. But how's, uh, how's, how's your how's your back uh, backstage demeanor with, uh, with D. Ryan Matthews knowing that he's a member of the Undeniable? Well, I do have my orders because it's a different company. Yeah. Because he wasn't there when you got beat up, right? He was injured? Oh, he was there when I got beat oh, up. Oh, he was there. Oh, yeah, that, make it, that makes it worse. I pinned him. I don't remember, dude. It was a month ago. Are you kidding me? I, what, I won the match. I let, me, let me let me tell you where my mindset's at. I'm going to talk about the SCW fucking match card here in a little bit. And I'm going to talk about the high-voltage match card, and I'm going to have to pull it up and look at it because I don't know what I fucking booked three hours ago. Okay. <laughs> I forgot, but no, he wasn't that triple threat match. It was what, uh, him and uh, Cade, right? No. I was close. No, you weren't. Oh, so somebody. It is a, a triple threat match. It was a triple threat match. See, it was pretty damn close. Who was it, Pac-Man? Yeah, who was it, Pac-Man? Ah, he's muted, stupid. <laughs> oh, he's a mime. Wait, who was what? Who was the third man? Hulk Hogan. There we go. Ah. <laughs> yeah, we know where he's paying attention. Who was the third man in the Triple Threat Chicago Land Championship match? Oh, he's, he's already muted himself. He fucking gave up already. Bucky Collins. Bucky yeah. Collins. Same Bucky. fucking guy. 
They do look alike. Yeah, yeah some cool. thick, short, balding fucking dude. That was pretty damn close. Yeah, you were. I just wanted to give you shit. No, I'm glad. I'm glad you. I'm glad you corrected me. All right. So TJ Steele at the end, I was so distraught, so upset that Boz won that TJ Steele decided to put himself in the ring at that steam match. When when's that match? Is that in November? November? It is November. Yeah. Okay. What what is that match again? So if if my memory serves me correct, oh, it so starts. You, out, you don't know. I do know. I just don't remember. Um, it starts out as a Royal Rumble match type shit. Um, two people or four people start out and one more come out. And, okay. and, you know, and then the final four compete in a four way, I believe. Oh, okay. Gotcha. 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 And what do you get if you win? Um, I believe you get a future title shot. Salad. Oh. Uh, Heather Reckless and Gangrel defeated Joey Avalon and Missa Kate. Which, uh, uh, Missa Kate came out like, uh, Beetlejuice. You know, came out to the whole song and everything. You know, the stripes and all that. Oh, solid. Solid. Did somebody say her name three times? No. Not that I know. God, somebody missed out. Yeah. Uh, Conan Lycan defeated Mecha Wolf to retain the CSW Heavyweight Championship. Uh, there was going to be a mutual, uh, respect of a handshake between the two guys, but the Haykeepers, um, stopped it and, um, ended up leaving with Conan, but not really on the same page. Well, yeah, cause, well, Conan's been trying to be a respectable champion, I guess, in a sense, but, you know, his friends, or whatever you want to call him. Again, friends, Pac-Man, you know, just uh, doesn't seem to want to fucking honor his wishes. That's, that's fucking goofy. It's got to be jealousy at this point, isn't it? A little bit, maybe. <clears throat> but now you got Shane Hollister uh, going to go up against Conan Lycan. So, now who's going to help who? Then, in the main event, it was Sierra defending her championship against Shelly the Bombshell Benson. Sierra pulled that Eddie Guerrero bullshit again, but this time it wasn't on me. It was on Kevin Woods. However, because I was watching Mm -hmm. and did remember what happened? Because Mr. Kate was standing right next to me, giving me the look of death. I had no choice but to run out there, tell Kevin was the business, and made him restart the match as senior official. I can do that. So okay, you can. Um, the match restarted, and Shelly Benson became your new CSW Women's Champion. Yeah, I saw some pictures of that, and it looked like it was a pretty big celebration. Was that her first time winning? Uh, that, that's her first time winning a title in CSW. That is her awesome. first championship altogether. Yeah, that's she awesome. Ellie three belts right now. 
Wow. It, that, that, that's a huge thing. So congratulations to her. And obviously beating Sierra is a huge milestone too, because we know Sierra's, you know, well traveled, you know, been on TV and everything. So that's awesome. In fact, they made it the main events pretty cool too. Um, then they, they made an announcement after the show that Kalisto will be the special guest. So that'll be great. Uh, we for, will have the ring. For November? Yep. Okay. And then uh, we will have the Ring of Destiny match, and we're also going to have a five-way women's ladder match. Um, we're throwing you a goodbye party? Probably not. I'm probably not even going to get to college, which is fine. Bunch of dicks. They're going to be added to the dick count. No, I was hoping you'd be dead. There we go. And I'll be but, there. I'm planning to buy my ticket at the end of the week once I get paid. T-shirts coming soon. Awesome card. Uh, when's uh when, when's uh November's show? That will be. It's in November. Shut the fuck up, Pac-Man. November seventeenth. Pac-Man, you're out of your element. Friday, November seventh. I got that. <laughs> awesome. That's uh. I think that's uh. No, it's not the Friday before uh. Thanksgiving. Is it? No. Wait. I might be lying to myself. I don't think it is. Yes, it is. Well, That's not. the Friday before. Yeah, it is. I think it's the 23rd. No, it's not. It's the it 30th. Is. No, it's not. It's the 23rd. That's nah, all the same. I don't know. I, I see the dot on my calendar. Oh, oh look at that. Man, it is. Yeah, whatever. I guess we could just really look at when the next ARW show is because it's Black and Blue Wednesday, so. You know, that's that's a good segue. Is there some ARW results if we want to go to that? Uh, let's do Dreamwave so we get uh some fucking uh shit from Pac-Man and then we'll do uh ARW. All right, cool. We'll go on back for so it gives you a chance to kind of catch your breath since you know you guys are doing most of the talking here. God, just like normal. I'm so glad we're back to this. So we had Dreamwave follow your heart this past Saturday in LaSalle, and uh, we had a pre-show match. Between uh, Shelly the Bombshell and Amina Belmont, which was won by Shelly Benson. Solid. Uh, on the main card, we had Wasted Youth versus uh, Zeke She Enterprises, Seduce and Destroy, and Country Air. Uh, Wasted Youth did come out victorious in this match and became the interim Dreamwave Tag Team Champions. Yeah, that's the shit I don't like. And I know, uh, Nubby, you brought that up. Is this whole interim tag champions and all that shit. Like, I'm sorry, but if you're injured, you can't defend your titles. I do believe that you should relinquish them or get stripped of them or whatever it is and just allow the titles to be fucking won by somebody else. I don't like this interim bullshit. If the inner, if the injury is not that like, severe to the point where you're out for a lengthy time. Yeah, if you're gone like a month or two, I understand it. But if you're yeah. gone for a while, throw it. Yeah. Yeah. Now I, it sucks. I hate it. Now I'm on the other side of the fence as you guys with that. In a in a lot of combat sports hey. like UFC, hey. <laughs> in a hey. lot of in a lot of combat sports, you know, like UFC boxing and stuff like that. When stuff like that happens, you know, they crown an interim champion, and I've seen that more in wrestling recently, where promoters are more willing to give people interim titles uh, while the 
champion is recovering. Plus, when you really think about it, the champ has to then, when they are able to, come back to determine an undisputed champion. And I think that's, to me, that's compelling. And I mean, that's compelling in whatever the combat sport is. So I'm on the other side of the fence, and I'm I'm totally okay with interim championships. I think they should start over again. It sucks they got hurt, but... If you're going to crown a champion, just crown a new champion. The, the interim thing makes no sense. It's, it's useless at that point, because if you're going to crown somebody as interim tag team champions, just crown them as the new tag team champions. And then when the healed fucking party, you know, the injured party comes back healed... Give them a title opportunity because they're going to do that anyways. I mean, that's the shit that makes no sense to me. It's like if they're like, okay, here's the interim tag team champions. Oh, the fucking injured guy is back. So now you have interim tag team champions versus tag team champions to decide who is tag team champions when you can just say, okay, the former tag team champions are now going to fight for their tag team titles and maybe win them back. It's it, it's it's redundancy at that point. It makes no sense. I mean, it's it's a cool concept if you want it to be that way. You know, I get that's like storyline building and all that goofy shit, but it just does not make sense. You know, it's a it's fucking. I know you don't like him, but you know, Damian Singh did it the right way when he stripped fucking Quinn Whitaker of the championship to crown a new champion. Mm-hmm. That was the right way to do it. <laughs> I mean, I have my views on Damian Saint doing that, but that's, you know, neither here nor there. Yeah. I mean, we know why he did it. Because it was petty. It was petty. I believe he did it out of pettiness because uh, all of a sudden Ryan Matthews it was the number one contender. That, that was kind of meh. I mean, granted, yeah, they kind of gave – I think they gave it to Aaron Stone – is he he became the champion, but still a defendant. I believe that's how the story went. But so he cashed in, and he, the original match was he was supposed to cash in. So Aaron Stone had to beat Ryan Matthews to determine who was going to walk out the new champion. I was too busy at that moment. I don't listen to Damian Saint talk anyway. So <laughs> that was when I was still employed. Now just imagine how I am now. That's true. Mm-hmm. But congratulations to the interim tag champs. Who, who, who was the interim tag champs again? Uh, Wasted Youth. Congratulations to Wasted Youth for holding on to useless titles. I believe they were the former champs before. I believe they were beaten. But then we had Warhorse versus the ice pick Vic Capri, with Vic Capri coming out victorious. And in a in a other match, we had just Maggie Lee defeating Ivy Malibu, the Heartbreak Core, Shaza McKenzie, and Heather Reckless. In a match between Jordan Cross and Hunter Holdcraft, Hunter Holdcraft came out with the victory. In a blindfold handicap match with TDC and Brooks Berna and Damian DeShane going up against Hartenbauer, Hartenbauer overcame the odds and won that match. Stephen Wolf will go on to face the alternative 
division alternative division champion as he defeated Richard Holiday, Connor Hopkins, Mike Bennett, and Davey Vega. We also had the Dreamwave Championship on the line with Jason Hades going up against Christian Rose with Christian Rose retaining the Dreamwave Championship. Colt Cabana came out victorious in his match against Eric Kent. Cannon, and last but not least, we had the Dreamwave Women's Championship match, the inaugural match that determined the first champion. We had Brittany Brooks defeating Zeta Steele and became the first ever Dreamwave Women's Champion, which Medusa handed her the title. As far as the results go, I haven't been able to find what uh, Bret Hart did exactly, but it did look like he was addressing the fans. Um, but yeah, that was uh, Dreamwave, and that was Dreamwave. <laughs> <laughs> and that was Dreamwave. Uh, next month, I think they, what, they got two shows, right? The All Women's, and then um, I think this, is that December. That's I think it's December, yeah. We're still in October, so cool. Friday you know when... Saturday the ninth. There we go. Cool. All right, let's talk about uh, ARW. Awesome. Crushing it here, God. Fucking can't believe it took forty minutes to talk about how much Pac-Man sucks. It's not, it doesn't usually take that long. It's usually pretty quick. Usually, but there was a lot to talk about. I know, right? It's just fucking a. I think I talked more about fucking Pac-Man in that 40 minutes than fucking Power Hour. You know, acknowledged him in the time he's fucking been over there. And we still got the results for that show, too. So. Yeah, yeah, well, we got a lot to do in uh, 45 minutes, so. Gotcha. All right, so uh, your boy, Chavez, defeated Josh Eines. Um There, there wasn't many shenanigans from what I heard. Uh the girls got involved a bit but not too much. But Josh ended up losing pretty clean. I mean, go figure. He's just a commentator, not a real wrestler. Yeah. Well we saw uh I don't know if you saw the video or not, but there was a video put out of um Creed, you know, training them over at the uh SCW school and stuff like that, which I mean I mean I've gone through it, you've gone through it. You're not going to learn a lot in a couple weeks, you know. Creed's good, but not that good. No, yeah. So I, I'm sure he held his own. I did hear something about uh, um, Chavez attacking him at the end of the match and his dodge and Boom Boom yeah. coming out to save him. Yeah, uh, Boom Boom uh, came out to save Josh. Um, and basically now there's going to be a match of black and blue between Boom Boom and Chavez. Yeah, that was one thing I did see is the fact that uh, Black and Blue is is really kind of filling up from, like, the outcome of a lot of these matches that happened this past Saturday. Yep. So, I mean, hey, you know, congratulations for Josh going out there and trying. Um, you know, who knows where that's, you know, going to lead if he's going to, you know, request a rematch or shit, but he should probably get some more training in and, you know, he could probably do that over at the uh, SCW school, so... Uh, let's see, where can I go? Oh, Muggsy James defeated DJ Price. I guess the price was wrong, bitch. 
<laughs> yeah. I understood that reference. Fucking Barker. Wow, I'm uh I you know what? This is how much I hate the workhorses. So Dave Allen retained his title and I accidentally put against uh BJ Price, which was not correct. That's how much I hate the workhorses. <laughs> so I'll just change that and put who was it, Mikey? It was Mikey Peterson. Peterson, yeah. Yeah. Did you, uh, because, I mean, yeah, I don't know if you're at ARW or not, but I heard another match for Back in Blue was made by uh, Muggsy on Saturday. Did you hear about that? I did not hear about that, maybe. Let me check my... I, mean, I, could, just, I could just tell you, because I, I know about this. You know about it? I know about okay. this. I can tell you. Okay, tell me. Muggsy James challenged Ivan Manson to a match of black and blue, and he accepted. But why am I getting a note saying <clears throat> that it's actually going to be against J.C. Manson? Is that the wrong note? I don't know. I could have sworn it was Muggsy James challenging Ivan Manson at black and blue. Maybe that's wrong. Maybe, uh, maybe right. the mic source was wrong. Tell you what, you you can you continue to do the uh, results, and I will confirm it. Maybe I got it wrong, but I'm pretty sure. I, that makes more sense. Uh, Muggsy James defeated VJ Price after the match. Muggsy called out Ivan Manson for a match at Black and Blue Wednesday, to which he accepted. Okay, then that's the match. Yeah, which, if you guys recall, last year's Black and Blue was Ivan's farewell speech from a wheelchair. Mm-hmm. We were there. We were. So. I, think we need, I think we need to be there again. Maybe. I don't know who you are. So whoever gave you this information, let them know that I corrected them because that's the right thing to do. And also, cool. something, thank you for getting the information. Cool. All right. Um, speaking of the jerk horses, <laughs> they actually won their match. Um, Wade yeah. Evans. What is uh, a Four Corners of Horrors match? Um, basically, it's just Four Corners with stuff. Boxes of horrors. Oh, okay. And that's that's better than what I thought it was. Ah, you thought there were ladies. Oh, well, it was. Here's a funny part. A funny part, not that ah, funny. Ah. A funny part. So, according to my source, one of the things that was in the box, one of the boxes was um, a picture of Mikey Peterson as a Chippendale. <laughs> Gross. Oh, God, I feel like, oh, I don't want to see that, because I feel like that'd be burning my retinas forever, and I have eye problems as it is. And <laughs> it was used. It, it was used as a pro, uh, weapon on somebody. So. Oh, fantastic. And then uh, a jack-o'-lantern ended up on Wade's head, so there's that. But the, they ended up winning. They defeated the match players. Um, let's see, you'll go here. Uh, we have new tag team champions in the family, uh, prospects, Jay City and Michael Morris, as they defeated BLW and Rat J Flywheel. Not Sinister Max. Yeah, well, we know why. We know why. But apparently, J, uh, Rat J Flywheel dressed up like Sinister Max. But it didn't work out too well. But mm. there was, uh, a free bird distraction, if you will. Which uh, distracted BLW and Rat J Flywheel ended up taking the loss. Mm. 
Now, speaking of the Freebirds, so they were they were ready for their tag match against Youth Gone Wild. However, Youth Gone Wild pulled some shit, said that they are not under contract with ARW to where they have to wrestle. All they they have to do is show up and get paid. And they came out with the stolen items that they stole of the Freebirds. Yeah, won't forget that debacle. Mm-hmm. Um. So ended up being the Freebirds against the Irish Irish mob, but the Freebirds got the win over the Irish mob. But you know, Youth Gone Wild and uh, BLW and Flat J Flywheel of Scumbag Army decided to attack the Freebirds and really beat up Buddy Roberts Jr. They focused on him the most. Injuring like so the scumbag army are proven to be scumbags right now. Well, makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sure they're not called the scumbag army because of their positive outlook on life. Um, speaking of scumbags, JPH defeated Josh Moon. To retain the ARW heavyweight title. And then he'll be taking on the winner of James Creed and Nick Diamond. Now, who do you think won, Pac-Man? Between Nick Diamond and who was the other guy? James Creed. Who James was Creed? the other guy? I, I thought it was James Creed. I My, <laughs> my hearings in my headphone was a little off there for a second. Um, I'm going to say uh, Karen found a way to cheat to win. That would almost be right. But James Creed ended up winning because Karen didn't cheat enough to win. He should have cheated more. Yeah, he had Willie. He cheated more. (laughs) So if you got to be cheater than that, buddy. It would be Creed versus JPH at Black and Blue for the heavyweight title. And that is ARW. Yeah, I think there was one more match that was announced for Black and Blue. Uh, where is it? My gosh, how, how did all this pop up just now? Who the fuck is that? Uh, Ruiz versus Greg Glover. There we go. Thank you. All right. And that's that. So hopefully we'll see you guys at Black and Blue. November, before Thanksgiving. The fun, fun show, fun show. Yeah, I might make that. I might, I might, I might make it. Might I be might, there. I might go to that. <clears throat> All right. Um, I don't want to rush you, but we do got to get through Rocket Pro, so I'm gonna give you about twelve minutes. Okay. All right. So Rocket Pro rest time. Yeah, I'll, I'll be good. Time. Especially since we got the biggest part out of the way for it. So we had Rocket Pro Wrestling Darkness Falls. Um, Maximus Orion decided to call out, as he called him, the hairless cat, the Ryan Matthews. Um, Ryan, Max just wanted to know why he cost him his opportunity at Rian Skills Intercounty Championship. Um, the explanation came from when the two were playing Fortnite and uh, Maximus had won and Ryan had lost. 
And that's led to a sucks at Fortnite chant towards Ryan Matthews. Max was trying to uh, go after Ryan Matthews, but Damian Saint stops him and brought out uh, bootleg Fonzie himself, Damian Gray. Uh, so Maximus Orion versus bootleg Fonzie. Um, at one point, Maximus pushed Damian down. Um, and let's just say LIM went nuts for that. Um, Undertaker's music hit in the middle of the match. Lights went down, only to reveal that it was Eric Schultz trying to distract Maximus Orion. And uh, Bootleg Fonzie won with a roll-up. So he didn't really dominate him. <coughs> Next we had... Uh, that, rocket that, to the top qualifier. That, that right there. Yeah. That, that right there is why you get pushed down. Well, I mean, we've already talked about it, so. <laughs> you could have just said Damien Gray. I mean, I did, I did, I did say his name, but he, let's be honest, he is a bootleg Fonzie. He's no, he's certainly no, uh, actor that played Fonzie. I'm blanking out his name. Henry, Henry Winkler? <laughs> there it is. I I don't know why I blinked on that for a second. He's no Henry Wink, Winkler. I'll tell you that. See, but. I would I would see Damian Gray as more of like a cast of like Grease, like a like a like a Kanicki or a Danny Zuko. Yeah, that's too dignified for him. Re- oh, and you think Grease is more dignified than Happy Days? Dude, Sunday Monday. Fuck yourself. Fuck yourself. Hey, I listen to this podcast. You can't tell me that. <laughs> All right. Anyway, we have uh, Theo Strong, Eric Schultz, Johnny Nye, and Skyler Reed going up to earn an opportunity to get into the Rocket to the Top ladder match. Um, Jay Beck came out and was pledging, urging people to pledge their allegiance to Damian Saint. And Reed, uh, Skyler Reed was starting to get the advantage, and Michael Myers came out to... Uh, tried to even that out. Chase Skyler Reed out of the building. Skyler did manage to escape him and came back into the ring eventually. Um, and Eric Schultz wins and will go on to the Rocket to the Top briefcase, which didn't please Skyler Reed, another member of the Undeniable, um, who was seen arguing at ringside with Jay Beck the Bounce check. That shit like that is why you get pushed down. Hey, that was Gabagool. You blame Gabagool for that brilliant nickname. Jaybeck deserves it. What's he? Come on. Fine, but come on, Jaybeck. I could beat him now with my pinky blindfolded. Treated. But we also had Steve Michaels versus the Space Cowboy Stacy Alexander. Uh. Damien Saint was at ringside um, and was helping Steve get his advantage back in a very back-and-forth contest. And Steve Michaels defeated Stacey Alexander uh, because Stacey Alexander passed out to the bear hug. We then had a number one contendership match for the Rocket Pro Wrestling Inter-County Championship, which Rion Skills was at commentary for and this was a match where um back and forth you know a lot of new guys coming into the match i mentioned that there was some interactions between myself and joey butthead during that match um but that's we've already talked about that um at the 
end of the match, uh, Joseph Von Jaeger came out with the victory. And Rion came out from commentary to um, seemingly hand over the Intercounty Championship to Joseph Von Jaeger. But he wound up kicking Joseph square in the nets. And then welcome to the Rocket Pro Wrestling. He kicked him in the nuts. Square in the nuts, like Cartman, you know. Square in the nuts. Anyway. Hey. 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 Uh, I want my cheesy poofs. <laughs> but yeah, after intermission, um, there was a video of TDC arguing backstage after uh, they had lost the tag team titles. Uh, Damian DeShane does did challenge Christian Rose to a submission match, and that match has been made for Harvest Havoc next month. And then we had a fatal four-way, the final qualifying match for the Rocket to the Top briefcase ladder match between Devin August, Koa Laksamana, Sam Knight, and Shogun Chris Logan. Michael Myers came out before the match to go after Skylar Reed. And he really does not like Skylar Reed, as we all don't, because Canada. Um, and Talise helped Michael Myers get laid. Uh, and... But Mike also came to the ring giving Shogun a beer, though it wasn't an old style, but I'm not picky. Um, he was speared by Koa, and there was a massive party foul in the ring. Um, very, very, Another very, very competitive match, um, and Devin August is going on to Rocket to the Top. So this match will be Eric Schultz, Devin August, and Gunner Brave next month at Harvest Havoc. But speaking of Gunner Brave, which is a good segue, right, Nubby? Yeah. All backs, I got him. Even though I'm still mad, I still got him. We have Gunner Brave coming to the ring with an ice cream sandwich and basically wrestled the match one handed while eating said ice cream sandwich. And Gunner defeated Ezio Orlandi. We know what happened. Oh, yes. I, I saw some footage of that match. Because uh, Gunner's dad likes to, you know, go live. And remember when I said um, someone gave me advice on some oh. things? Oh, yeah, oh. that's right. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say this. Pretty impressive. Learn how to run the ropes, kid. <laughs> And this, you know, after this, we had that whole thing with um, Bootleg Fonzie and um, Joey Budhead. So we're not getting into that again. Um, we, after all that uh, shenanigans happened, we had, and I put say shenanigans very diplomatically. Um, we had Aaron Stone versus the Permanator Sam Beal. Uh for the Rocket Pro Wrestling Championship. Now, Beal grabbed something under the ring, thinking it was perhaps thumbtacks, you know, not sure, but opened whatever it was, and it was a bag of candy. Trick-or-treat candy, baby roots, butterfingers, all scattered throughout the ring. Oh, were there crunch bars? 
I can either confirm or deny. You'd have to. I'll I'll tell you off here. Fucking crap. Ah, bars. But um, the undeniable, uh, or not the undeniable. Shoot, I'm jumping ahead. Um, we had Aaron Stone slamming Sam Beal onto the candy and pinning him on the candy. After the match, the undeniable come out and started beating down Aaron Stone which then also brought out Maximus Orion to come down for the save. But then, then, we had some familiar, well, no, there was no music. He just came out. It was the return to Joliet for one, the ringmaster. And the ringmaster came out to kind of reintroduce himself to people who may not be familiar and then introduced the long-rumored and very much hotly anticipated appearance of the Three Rings for the first time in Joliet in a very long time. You're welcome, Joliet. We had Machine. Because we called that shit. We had Machine. We had Max Sinister. And we had Grin. And they started beating down the Undeniable, even the odds a little bit. And the ringmaster decided to try to call for a match, which Damien Saint uh, claimed that the show was over and the three rings uh, weren't going to be wrestling. But then Shelley came out from behind commentary and let him know that the owners have a little bit more veto power over... Uh, the general manager in this situation, so made a five-on-five match between the Undeniable. I believe. Uh, I believe that uh, the other opponents were the Three Rings, uh, Maximus Orion, and Aaron Stone. And Machine pinned Eric Schultz for the win, and that was Rocket Pro Wrestling Darkness Falls. I miss Chet, but I will say his mushrooms were delicious. Now, I'm going to ask you a question, Travis. What's up, Holmes? This is about Damien Saint. He's on social uh, media. Damien Saint made the comment about the Three Rings saying that the owners are trying to kill the company by bringing the Three Rings in or letting them in. Travis! We called that shit, didn't we? Fucking called it. Here's the thing. I I thought it was just WWE and AEW stealing our shit. But apparently it's Rocket Pro 2. Well, not that that goes without saying. That's fine. But let me let me ask you this. Yes. Is the three rings being a Rocket Pro killing the company? It's killing Damien Saint. <laughs> not going to kill the fucking company, man. You shitting me? And he says it's, he's a smart man. It's killing the business. He, you know, I bet he'd love them being there if they're a part of Undeniable. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, Karma bit him in the ass. Oh, fuck yeah. And that's the thing. He didn't like that very much. Yeah, well, you know... Shout out to my best friend forever, Max Holiday or Max Sinister, or whatever you want to call him. But that—that's the one thing that I was bummed I didn't get to see was seeing. Oh, by the way, Pac-Man, 
fucking uh, you did that in uh, fifteen minutes and eight seconds. So solid. Fifteen. I I saw it as uh, we started at seven thirteen and seven twenty four. What did I tell you? Did I tell you twelve minutes. You did twelve me. minutes. You did twelve minutes. I hit my times. T- I hit my times. You did. You did. Solid. Fucking. If you were, if you were in a match, you'd fucking crush it. Hell yeah. <clears throat> fucking Santino's losing his mind. Oh, did you? Are you talking about? Did he? What did he do? What did he say? He posted something on Facebook saying like, like Larkin. I thought we were friends, and I just commented like. I was told by Pac-Man and Nubby that if I mentioned her on the podcast, you'd lose your mind, so I did. Uh, oh, he yeah. also but, said something to Damian Gray, apparently. Um, he re- I'll read it. Uh, Damian Gray didn't respond to my video. I'm going to say this once and one time only. If you keep, keep your hands off the fans, leave the LIM alone. He really wants to be part of the LIM. I, uh, it's just no, weird. He, he keeps trying to <laughs> no coast in the LIM. That wouldn't work. Let's bring in the yeah. Let's bring in the kidnappers who uh, kidnapped one of our guys, Chad Gunderson. Yeah, let's bring them in. That'll said well. We'll fine. It'll be copacetic. It'll be wonderful, grand, spectacular. I'm sorry. I'm just. I'm still kind of like it's that anger from Joey Butthead and. Uh, uh, bargain Ben Fonzie or whatever I said. Hey, hey. Um, yeah, I, I fucking don't give a fuck about Santino. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I say, Travis? What's that? When it comes to Santino, I, when he says something, I say, for fuck's sake, Santino. Yeah. Does he listen to the podcast? Uh, occasionally he will. Yeah, thank God. Fucking still, you realize what the real JFW is. But you Not know the, who you know who doesn't listen to the oh, we'll JFW get to podcast. We'll, 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 we'll oh, oh, I'm we'll, chomping, we'll, chomping we'll, at the we'll, bit, we'll, baby. We'll, I'm chomping at the bit. Yeah, fuck it. You know, we'll, we'll do it now. We'll do it now. We'll do it now because I know you know I, you know you know wrap up the whole Rocket Pro side of it. Hey, uh, Nubby, what's up? Does Joey Roth listen to the uh, JFW podcast? No, he doesn't. Hey, Backman, what what can we say to Joey Roth since he doesn't listen to JFW podcast? Joey Roth, you can go fuck yourself. Seriously, go fuck yourself, Joey Roth. Hey, Pac-Man. Yes. Does uh, does Nani, the uh, leader of uh, the Fabulous Idolizers, listen to the uh, Jeff W. podcast? Oh, no, she doesn't. She not doesn't eh? at all. Oh, jumping at the bit. Come on. Come on. Put me Ooh, in, Coach. Was, Let me say was, it. Put me in, Coach. Let me I say was, it. I, I was going to give it to Nubby. Oh, I'm giving Pac-Man, I want Pac-Man. Okay, Pac-Man, oh, what can we I say to so. what can we say to the leader of the Fabulous Idolizer since they, uh, she doesn't listen to the Jantoy podcast? Nani, Winnie the Pooh, whatever you want to call yourself, because you don't listen to the JFW podcast, just freaking wrestling. You can go fuck yourself. Seriously, go fuck yourself, Nani. Yeah, fan war. Woo. Uh, Dissension 6 is, uh, this coming Saturday. You got the match card for that, Pac-Man? Show is, and it will be getting that shortly. Ah, man, that, that was cathartic. Yeah, I know. Okay, you should probably check your shorts here in a minute. Oh, we're good, we're good, I checked. Anyway, we have matches that are happening this weekend at Destination 6. Which is, my phone is acting up. That's not where it is. I'm just buying time and trying to make sure there's no dead air. Here it is. It is at uh, the Destination 6 Arena. It's a nightmare on Carroll Street. 
this is at uh, 136 West Carroll Street in Macomb, Illinois. Uh, doors open at 5. Bell time is at 6. VIP is $30. General admission, $15. And kids are just $5. And also, there was an all-ages Halloween costume contest. So if you're going to make your way out to Macomb, be sure you dress in a costume. We have in this show many matches, and I will be talking about them. We have the oh, shit. briefcase. No shit you'll be talking about them. We have the briefcase match, which I looked up the rules of this. Basically, if you're familiar with Feaster Fired, it's a very similar concept. Four briefcases hung up above the ring. Two of them will have opportunities for uh championships in Destination 6, and the other two, who knows what's in those. But it doesn't sound good. But in that match, we have Shiloh Greaves versus Percy Drews versus Hunter Holdcraft versus Solomon Tupu versus Jordan Dye versus Dex Royal. This match is going to be stacked. In addition, we have a fatal four-way match, a women's match, between Kenzie James, the lovely Miss Larkin, we have Rachel Armstrong, and Ashlyn Alexander. Plus, we have... Hold on a second, hold on a second. Who's in that match again? We have, uh, we have Kenzie James, the lovely Miss Larkin. There we go. That's all I needed to hear. Okay. Rachel Armstrong and Ashlyn Alexander. No, no you, 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 I got what I needed to go for it. We have a Shank rules match. The rules a Shank? What the fuck? A Shank rules match? It's a Shank rules match. Somebody getting shivved? What the fuck? Well, the wrestler in the match is named Shank, and he'll be going up against Oliver Kane. Oh, God. I thought somebody was getting stabbed. Like, the only way to win the match is to stab your opponent. Like, what the fuck? We then also have a four-way elimination match for the Destination 6 Midwest Express Championship between Damon Reed, Damian, or Damon Real, Damian Real, Dylan the Villain, and the champion, Logan Myers. Plus, we have a two out of three falls match for the Destination 6, Ultra Genesis 6 championship between Lobo Lobo Balaam and Mickey Midas. Last, we have the main event of the show, which is how most wrestling shows end, between Sam Knight and Infinite T.I.M., for the Destination 6 World Heavyweight Championship in a finishing move match. So the first person to hit their finishing move wins the match. And this is Destination 6 Wrestling. Uh, this is, again, taking place at 136 West Carroll Street in Macomb. Uh, costume contest all ages. Come dressed up. We have VIP tickets for $30. General admission for $15. And kids are just $5. You can buy them online through Cash App or at the Destination 6 Arena. I think I'm going to make a Destination 6 show. It won't be this Saturday because I'll be busy, but... (sighs) Solid job there, Pac-Man. Solid job. Alright, uh, Southland Championship Wrestling does it a show this Saturday. It is Hollow Mania. Hello. Hello. Hey. 
Um, <laughs> it'll be at Steam Out Brewing in Mantino. Uh, I'm excited for this because I think I think the was last year's Hallowmania at uh, Steam Hollow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's this Saturday. Uh, doors uh, open at six thirty, I think. Oh, fucking no! Help me out here, Nubby. I think uh, six and uh, high voltage starts at six thirty. There we go. I found it. Never mind. You fucking failed me. Uh, Hallowmania is upon us. At Steam Hall Brewing in Mantino. SCW will be collecting donations for St. Jude Children's Hospital. Via cash or the VR code, uh, link is directly on the same cutes. Tickets are $20 and they will be available at the door. Or if you want to pre-buy them from any of your, uh, wrestling, uh, people, feel free to do so. High voltage starts at 6.30. I was right. And, uh, how many will start at 7, but the card that I put together for our high voltage may go a little bit after 7, but I don't give a fuck. Uh, Halloween costume contest uh, will uh, happen uh, with some cool prizes being available for the kids and maybe a surprise or two along the way. So, Pac-Man, if you did show up, you cannot participate. Uh, no, I'd let you participate in the costume contest. You're childlike. I, I'm impish and whimsical. Yeah, immature as fuck, but yeah. Okay, I'm not touching that one. <laughs> Uh, it's going to be a one-day tournament here at uh, Hallowmania where we're going to crown the first ever Steam Hollow Brewmaster champion. I don't know if you guys saw the belt or not, but it looks fan-fucking-tastic. In the tournament, we're going to see Sean Mulligan take on, uh, well, these are the first-round matches, but Sean Mulligan will be taking on uh, JPH. Apex will be taking on El Dorado. Creed will be taking on Eric Schultz. And uh, Benny Bogus will be taking on Acid Jazz. From Boston. Other matches are happening. Aaron Xavier will be going one-on-one with Hunter Payne for the SCW Heavyweight Championship. Uh, Hunter Payne is going to try to become the second three-time SCW Heavyweight Champion. Uh, there's only been one before, and that, of course, was my best friend, Max Holiday. Longest reigning three-time SCW Heavyweight Champion. And this week's uh, uh, guest on the Power Hour. They haven't got there yet. Chill the fuck out, Pac-Man. Hey, it was right there. But you are correct. No, good. No, you're good. Good way to plug your other fucking podcast. Lovely. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, RVP will be putting the title on the line against Angel. And, uh, yeah, of course, like I said, it's a one-day tournament. So, you know, we're going to see the, you know, the quarterfinals, semifinals, and the finals matches come leading and a crowning of a new champion as Team Al Brewing. But I want to talk a little bit about high voltage because this is going to be a very intriguing one. And uh, I don't know how you're going to feel about this, uh, Nubby, but uh, <clears throat> when you became a uh, high voltage champion, I knew in my heart you wanted nothing but the absolute best challenges. Am I wrong? Oh, you're right. Yeah, ah, fuck yeah, I'm right. So, my whole thing with and, and yeah, I, I'll be honest with you, I'll, you know, I'll pull the curtain back a little bit for some of you guys. Is I did have a high voltage card set, and I already told Nubby who his opponent was based on the card that I sent. Set. Uh, unfortunately, Terry felt the need. Oh, and I forgot to mention, there's a special guest referee for the women's match, and that is going to be Erica. I don't know if I'm going to pronounce it right, but Erica DeRico, those of you who don't know, was Terry Allen's manager at uh, 
That's Latopia. She will be determining if Angel becomes woman champion or not. So, not biased. I wouldn't say so, even though they beat the shit out of each other uh, during the main event. But eh, who am I to fucking question or judge anything? Um, My match card for high voltage was set, but unfortunately, Terry wanted to utilize some of my high voltage guides in the tournament, which was fine. Um, Which means I had to create a whole new uh, match card. Uh, and then I got a letter that came across my gut, my desk. Thank God I looked at this one, unlike the Terry one that I didn't read for like a month. But this one came across, and I got a list of people who wanted uh, matches for high voltage. So, high voltage, we're going to have Donovan Toretto taking on the Sheik. Which, Turtle, you're supposed to face the Sheik this month, but... I had a different challenger come across and said they wanted to face you for the title, so I gave it to them. Because I'm unbiased, and I want the best out of my company. Uh, VJ You're going Price. down, Nubby. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> I couldn't help it. I couldn't resist. <sighs> this, is, this is why you get pushed down. I want, I want to make that a shirt. Like This is why you get pushed down. This is a picture of Pac-Man <laughs> on the ground. Uh, VJ Price is going to go one-on-one against Logan Steele. Kazile is going to go one-on-one with Johnny Chaos. And Nubby, for the High Voltage Championship, it is going to be, in one corner, the Amazing Turtle, the current SCW High Voltage Champion. And on the other side of the ring is a former SCW Heavyweight Champion, a former POW Heavyweight champion. You're going to go on to face Scott Spade for the SCW High Voltage Championship. Mm. Mm. I'll I'll wait for your thank yous. Well, well, I mean, Scott Spade, man, you're gonna you're gonna put your title on the line against a former multi champion, Scott Spade, brother. Okay, I mean, you got to be happy for this, man. This is a huge fucking opportunity. Okay, cool. You should be more excited for this. I could I could put you up against fucking anybody. And instead, I gave you a former heavyweight champion in multiple companies, mind you. You're going to show everyone why you deserve to be high voltage champion more than Warren C. Freiburg the Third Esquire, who, by the way. Is not booked. Nothing personal. I just had a card to fill. I, I I feel like you're not as excited as I thought you would be for this. Um, focused. More than any. Oh, I would be because of Scott Spade, brother. I don't know why he wanted to fight you. I don't know why he wants this title match against you. I don't know, but the moment I saw that I could do this, I fucking took it. My budget, okay. my budget for the Howlmania 
was fucking huge. So I took it. Look, I get it. I know why it's happening. It's happening I, because of the championship. Well, I, I know why it's happening. I am I'm being tested now. I get it. Yeah, but it's in a good way. I don't want you to think that I'm trying to fuck you here, buddy. I, I don't think it's you fucking me, really. Okay, gotcha. Cool. I don't think anyone's trying to fuck it because it's not getting – I know I'm going to be expected to have big challenges against guys that are going to – that have been in the business longer than me. And right off the bat, my first title defense, okay. Yeah. Yeah. They, they really want to test me, and I think this has got Terry Allen all over it. So I, I get it. I do, I, no, I booked a match, man. I just got a letter. I, I get I get it. It's fine. should be fine. It's a great I, fucking opportunity here, buddy. It's an opportunity to show what I can do. Hell yeah. Because here's the thing. I mean, everyone knows. It's no secret. We've talked about for months that the referee era of Nubby is coming to an end. Which means full-time wrestling nubby is fucking happening. And what way to kick that shit off? By showing everyone why you're going to be the best high-voltage champion ever. And why not against a former multiple heavyweight champion across many, many fucking companies. Mm -hmm. Now, I will say, he won't be alone. Mr. Misery will be with him. So you're just going to have to watch out for that. That's fine. But... I trust that you're going to come out victorious, and I have total faith in you. And ignore the fact that his band of fucking hooligans, I can't remember what the hell they're called, the terrorizing whatever people or whatever, forget the fact that they're going to be in the building. You just got to focus on you. That's fine. I'm not, I'm not happy that you're not excited. You should be fucking, you should be like, dude, that's fucking incredible. Way to go. It to wasn't think. what I was expecting. I know, but isn't it great? It's great. <sighs> I'm a little different. My mind's different now. It's not what it was a few minutes ago. Right. I, it's more, I'm more focused and I'm a little, I, and yes, I'm shocked. Maybe I'm a little shell-shocked, if you will. Shut up, Pac-Man. Um, well, here's the thing. It, 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 I think it comes out in many positive ways, and especially one like picking up a victory over Scott Spade is fucking huge. And you could cram that victory down the throats of fucking Damian Saints and the Undeniable. So you're going it, to – it's – I'm fucking – I'm excited for this, man. I, I have all the confidence in the world, and yeah. Let's do this. <laughs> Perfect. <clears throat> uh, guys, again, this Saturday, Steam Howl Brewing Howl Mania uh, starts at 6.30. Get their $20 tickets. Uh, bring your kids for the costume contest, whatever. But get there early so you can watch High Voltage, followed by the tournament to crown the new and first ever Steam Howl Brew Master Champion. Uh, let's wrap up the show. Let's talk about the fourth mother box. Because apparently they're throwing fits about you guys again. I don't know what the fuck you did. I thought that was over with. I I apparently, you know, like ate a cheeseburger on a live stream and fell asleep. Did you? No. No. I <laughs> pulled that out of his ass. 
What the fuck was that? I heard that and I was like, what? I don't, I don't remember that. And I watch a lot of your shit. No, no, I've never done that. I've eaten a cheeseburger and passed out, but never on camera. Nobody needs to see that shit. You guys have seen the way I eat chicken wings. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know what the, yeah, I, I don't get it. It's like, and the weird thing is like, you keep coming, Pac-Man, you keep coming to me like, Oh, they're talking shit about JFW. They're throwing, you know, they're throwing shade at it. It's like, dude has yet to say anything negative about me. It's coming. Other than the fact that I got like a few of them mixed up with each other, which, you know, who cares? But like, they don't say anything bad about me. Like, I don't know what you guys did to piss them off, but I mean, I haven't done a damn thing and they haven't said anything bad about me. I did hear the one guy say he's going to be in Chicago soon, which I don't know what the fuck that means. It means uh, he's going to go from where he was before, and he's going to travel all the way to Chicago. I hope that's a good uh, translation for you. That makes some perfect sense. Hopefully he uses yeah. the mileage. You know, hopefully he uses those fucking like, flyer miles, whatever the fuck they're called. Doesn't go over his per diem, all of that. Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, Nubby, what, what do you keep doing to your fucking buddy, man? I thought everything was cool. But now he's mocking you about milkshakes. I thought that was all done. It's because I haven't. You know, done the Wend- Wendy's, uh, you know, Frosty Challenge yet because I don't waste Frosties. Yeah, I but do. how how long ago was all this shit? A few months ago, but you gotta think think about it. Uh, um, Tom just gave birth to uh, Brad's child over at Jedi Talk, so he's been up and you know with the child for the last uh, six weeks. So, oh, I just assumed that they had very little to talk about on their show, and like. Hey, what should we talk about? How about we bring up some shit from fucking, you know, spring? Like, cool. Well, not only that, sometimes uh, making fun of Kyle um, tends to get boring if, once in a while. I mean, he's got a hot mom all, but... He, he does have a hot mom. I have to say that. Who has a hot mom? Kyle. Kyle's mom has got it going on. Wait, you're being serious? Is, is, is his mother attractive? Dude, I okay. So I is there a picture? Look, I was on Tinder, okay, because I'm single, and I was swiping and swiping, and I saw Kyle's mom, and I was like, you know what? I could swipe right on this, but then I spent ninety nine cents so I could get three super wipes. I swiped up on that motherfucker. You just say super wipes, super liked. You said wipes. I just, you know what I meant? Nubby's a dick count. Can we remember that? Not, not the fact that you just said super wipes. Hey, it's been a while. What the fuck are you doing with super wipes, bro? <laughs> you don't I just want to know. I said that you don't super want, wipes. You, fuck. You don't want to know. Holy hell. Yeah, I don't I don't know what you guys keep doing to piss off these mother bots, folks, man. But, uh, I mean, I would, I would stop. Yeah. I don't need any more people fucking not liking me because of you guys. It's getting ridiculous. Hey, I've been dealing with them, too, for the longest time. That's true. And I've been dealing with them for a little, not long at all. Kyle's just mad because I have better taste in movies than he does. So, And I can get on roller coasters even though I'm short. He can't. Oh, wait, I can do that? You can do that? <laughs> I didn't know that. I'm five four. What the fuck am I? What the fuck am I doing? Well, on behalf of you guys, I would just say to the force mother box, quit being mean, quit saying mean words. What do they call you? Fucking party pandas or something? Oh, so, well, listen. They they called us the playtime pandas, but that's actually 
an old joke because of the primetime pimp thing. So, yeah. Oh, so that was a shot at you. Yeah, but he's taking the shot at, um, I almost called him Kyle, because he is the Kyle of our show. That's me! (laughs) It's me! Except uh, Batman can actually come up with a comeback in a short amount of time. Kyle, on the other hand, only says, oh, that was boring. That was terrible. Nah, nah. I can't come up with a comeback. So I'm just gonna, you know, say, oh, that's just stupid. Do better. Oh, and Kyle, Kyle told me to do better for my name, uh, being P-Trap, P-X, the podcast Papa. But those are three great nicknames right there, all given to me by other people. It's a podcast Papa because I'm a self-promoter, and I came up with that myself. What do we got for next week? Results for Destination 6. An IPW match card. Ooh. Is that next week already? Yeah. It's twenty February. Fuck, it is twenty. Oh, oh shoot, bootleg. Bootleg's well, gonna be there. Yeah, that's that's, uh, that's all we got. Then maybe uh, I think I think um, Crown Jewel. We gotta do Crown Jewel predictions next week. Oh wait, no, <laughs> that's uh, two weeks from now, November fourth. Wait, what week is this? That's two weeks. Oh, that's two. That's two weeks. So the following week, do that. Okay, so next week all we got is results for uh, Destination 6 and a match card for Red BW. Then maybe we'll book another fantasy show for JFW. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Uh, is, is there anything else we got to talk about wrestling-wise? I hope to God there isn't since we got three minutes left. No. Nope, I have addressed all of my enemies today. Enemies got cruel the fuck up. Uh, make sure you check out the Power Hour this week as uh, they interview uh, Max Holiday. Make sure you check out the Lovely Intoxicated Men's podcast when it's released, I guess, monthly now. But they also have blogs that they put out from time to time. Follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Just by searching Just Freak Wrestling at the JFW Podcast. And you can listen to us wherever you find your podcast at iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, and, yes, even YouTube for the Alpha Zeta Zeta. Um, make sure you subscribe, hit the notification bell, rate, review, wherever uh, that applies. And, uh, yeah, that's all I got. I believe we can. Ring the bell on this episode. Perfect. As always, I am Travis. I am Nubby, the Amazing Turtle, Calabunga. And I am Pac-Man, and I'm not going to say the other thing I usually say. I'm going to say, fuck the idols. And thank you for listening to another episode of Just Freak Wrestling, the JFW Podcast. <laughs>